right. Welcome back. Happy 2020, everyone. It's 2020. Happy 2020. 2020. Yeah. It's Lisa, Ian, and Andre. Back with uh, what we hope will be a cool thing. I don't know. We're going to try this thing. Kinda, you'll figure it out as we go along, what we're doing. Uh, and, and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> it might not really matter. It might not matter None of all. it might yeah. not matter. We might just be, you know, all a big hole in the ground pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the big news of the, of the moment of the week uh, is that our president apparently can just uh, go to war in the middle of the night um, on after tea time and just, uh, you know, assassinate generals of other countries. I mean, I'm not a I don't ever pretend to be a constitutional lawyer or an expert on uh, pretty much anything. But doesn't this seem kind of fucked up that our president can just do this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because you need congressional approval to declare war, and, and he's just doing it just just because. So, okay, I'm with you on this, right? So, Qasem yeah. Soleimani <laughs> is a big top general. He's been behind a lot of nefarious shit. No one's saying that he's, like, going to get a Nobel Peace Prize. The guy was, like, you know, pretty shrewd and pretty killery, but so is the United States of America. We do our own nefarious shit, like put in puppet dictators, take them out when we want to, and the list goes on and on. So here's my question. If you can do this, isn't this treasonous as fuck? I mean, like, don't you then get, like, charged with treason? No, I don't think so. It, it's it's um, it's the same. It's what they, the same thing what they did with um, Hussein and um, the other guy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the same thing. This is a target. Yeah. The last two um, presidents had opportunities to go after this guy. They internally thought it was not necessary to do it. Um, again, and that's just you're either on this side or that side because even um, uh, on, on Maddo's show, um, I keep forgetting her name. Um, you're talking about uh, Rice? Yeah. Susan Rice. She said this guy had it coming to him. You know, they had opportunities to. They made the decision not to. We've got to make sure we don't do this. I mean, again, like I had a problem with the way that we handled the whole killing of uh, Saddam Hussein. It just seemed weird. And 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 uh, Bin Laden. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I meant uh, yeah, both of those guys. Oh. The way they were taken out. I'm like, like Hussein. He, Hussein was executed publicly, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they crawled. He got in the spider hole. They got pulled out of the spider hole, and then he was hanged in a basement. Yeah, I mean that's you know you go to trial. I we mean, had, if, but and if we were behind that to a large degree. But I don't know who did the actual. I feel like his. I thought uh, there was a there was a trial there. Yeah, and what what does that look like? So you know, yeah, it's not like a law and order trial. And then you got uh, you've got you know um, non eleven dude, Bin Laden. Bin Laden. They kill his ass, mm-hmm. right? And then they throw him in the ocean. I'm yeah. sorry, what? So we do nefarious shit all the time. I just didn't realize that you just did shit on your own with a couple of handful of dudes in the know. Well, see, the problem with this is, and I don't know. I mean, this is what everyone's saying is that what was the forward plan? Because there's going to be repercussions, right? Um, we're, not, we're, we're less safe than we've ever been now. And like right? awesome. Israel, uh, supposedly Trump's ally, is probably going to get attacked. Sure. So like, what's the what's the end? Do you unless they want to just get in a war? They got to get another pipeline or what the fuck ever they do. Sure, that's why we always go to war. So I mean, the dude's getting impeached. Clinton tried to pull this shit too, and he was getting impeached. He tried to let go attack attack yeah. Iran. I think it's a it's like a default button. Oh, I'm getting impeached. Oh, fuck, fuck with Iran, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Let's fuck the <laughs> let's fuck with the Middle East again. It's scary as shit. Oh. How can but, we can we just can we all like get together? Can we get the the next generation to come in and like totally like 
really scale back the powers of the president and just let them actually be the figurehead that they say that the president is. I mean, like, this dude has way too much fucking power. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, all of them, any of them. I don't care if he's your favorite or not. Don't, don't we think that this is a little bit unchecked? Like, I think, I think the next time the Democrats have the opportunity to pass laws, they're going to make some sweeping changes on uh, campaign finance reform, this all this shit, you know, everything yeah. that was supposed to be protocol is probably going to be cemented in stone now. You know, it's hard to get like the 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 Gila monsters to regulate themselves because we really need term limits, and we oh. need you know to banish the electoral college. I mean, we can go on and on and on and have like a you know fantasy government league. Yeah, but I'm just like I'm just literally genuinely concerned that the president can just be like, you know what, fuck the Kurds. And uh, let's attack Iran. Kill that dude. <laughs> these are these are definitely discussions that need to ha- happen and not be squashed down. I mean, you know, just because it's tradition doesn't mean it's correct. Absolutely. So we need to, you know, as a nation, slavery have was a these, tradition for yeah, a long time. Exactly. Too. Yeah. So, you know, it's. I think it's it's very hard because sometimes I'm like, yeah, very progressive, and then you know, the next minute I'm like, oh, hold up, Ian. Yeah. Um, let's take a look and see what's what it is because it is very fragile and, and yet it's very strong. I think. Sure. I don't think this guy is going to undo the United States. No, 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 no. We've been up to fuckery for no. a long minute. Yeah, we 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 did, we established the country on a Tuesday. We began fuckery on a Wednesday. But once you like start consolidating power, then it starts to get really like okay now. Yeah. That's why it's very important to like our representation and. Do Congress. we need to go jack the big five? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we we need to really. I mean, we're. I got a plan. I got a foot plan on like if traffic yeah. gets you know. I got a bicycle. Maybe we keep those bicycles. Keeping those bicycles, <laughs> getting to the big five, <laughs> going uh fucking a uh, fucking Daryl Dixon, uh, and a cannibal by sundown. Just you know, got a plan. We already got that plan. <laughs> so. Got. No, we got to do is we got to watch the the first couples. Couples, uh, first season of Walking Dead. You just go back just to that. <laughs> just stay and there. Wa- and whatever Rick did, just don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> and nobody monologue because you'll get be shot in the face. I will shoot you in the face if you monologue during my apocalypse. Watch it happen when, like, Andre and his sister are visiting during this summer. There'll just be some crazy, like, thing. And we're on lockdown in L.A. They'll be calling his parents going, hey, guys. Um. <laughs> well, isn't that? That's going to be fire season. Oh, that'll be fire season. So. Yes. Yay! Bring <laughs> your respirators. <laughs> well, speaking of fire season, Australia's on fire. Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah. <coughs> Which is kind of crazy, considering um, I I see a lot of people making this comparison about how you know the the California bushfires and the and Australia it's it's a whole nother level. Oh. But like when people and like millionaires and billionaires flocked to repair a slightly charred Notre Dame cathedral in three days. And we have all of these places on fire and suddenly not a word from these people with all this money that could fix this problem. It's uh, it's kind of frustrating. It is frustrating, but I'm so proud of uh, comedian Celeste Barber. She's a comedian that I follow her on Instagram. One of her favorite gags on Instagram is like taking like Vogue models and they're like, they're super like, you know, voguing, and then she does it with, like, she's in her, like, belly hanging out, like, skivvies with, you know, cheese on her boobs. Anyway, that's what she's known for. <laughs> but she's so far uh, rallied a bunch of celebrities to give at least, it's $20 million and counting to fire services because, 
you know, they need, you know, equipment and stuff. And then a lot of times it's like the money doesn't help you in the immediate. This, we know this from California fires is that you give to the fire services because later on when you're replenishing, blah, 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 like no one has you're, – you're fighting with the gear that you have and you're fighting uh-huh. with the personnel that you have. But if you give to your fire services, then they're always prepared year-round. And fire services – share services around the globe. So we've sent a lot of California firefighters and people across the nation to help with the bushfires in Australia. So locally people are sending. Yes. So that's why it's important Mm. to give to your fire services, $2, $5, whatever. Make sure you're giving directly to the fire services, though. This is also when all the con artists come out and take advantage of your emotions. So try to find as best you can by making a phone call is probably the best way to do it, Um, to, to call someone and say, Literally, what do you need? Yeah, you know, are they are people sending equipment out there? I don't know. I think they're sending all kinds of things. Or just like right supplies. now, they think they have manpower power because th- this thing, like they have right now, there's a there's a fire raging. I don't know if it's New South Wales or wherever it is, but it's the size of Manhattan. Fuck, man! It's a lot of terrain to burn. So, and then the wildlife I was was reading is just millions of decimated. animals. Some of them on the brink of extinction already, and possibly this could do some of them in. Yeah, it's wow. heartbreaking and all way shape or form and another place to donate is also animal services hospitals you know people where they can they need to replenish um you know if there are other relief efforts and you know about them please share them with us that that are go directly to the actual um you know disaster itself and not corporate fees and admin fees and all that bullshit like literally i want to resupply boots on the ground sounds like the uh, (laughs) sounds like the dnc yeah, there you go. So if the election were held today for President of the United States, who's everybody pulling for? I mean, I would say whoever's the Democratic candidate, but if, if I had to choose, if, if I could afford to be picky, I would go for Warren. Yeah. Yeah, we were on that. We were on, we were on a Warren yeah. train. I mean, we still are. I think she's got some great things to say, yeah. but I just feel like she's... Uh, I don't know. There's just times when I'm like, okay, girl, I get what you're trying to say, but like maybe not right now. Are you on her email list? I'm still I on her list. I got off of everybody's email list. I'm still on her list. When and we get to the organizational part of the podcast, I'll tell you what all the, <laughs> the douching I've been doing. So. They've, um, they're ramping up their, their um, donation pleas. And now, like today, they're starting to use words like, we're behind. So it's like, hmm. Is it going to be like Tom Steyer and Bloomberg in this because you just have to be a billionaire to run for president? Is that what we're saying? Is that what we're learning? So no wonder people. Probably because. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, probably because their big thing is like the, you know, it's the grassroots donors and everything. But I saw something that it was kind of crazy. Like they, they like gathered $4 million in grassroots donations in like the last three days of 2019 or something, something crazy like that. I mean, I don't know what that's like compared to like, the normal amount of domain donations presidential candidates get in three days, but that's that's just something I saw. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, I, I, don't I, had I, to, I had to unsubscribe from her list because in, in in my life where like I need to read every email because it could be a potential gig opportunity. Sure. Anything yeah. that isn't yeah. immediately immediately like important, I just like kind of unsubscribe from because I, I can't. Yeah. Same, same, exactly, no. absolutely same. If it's not anything I that's ha- going to make me money, I don't give a shit. I have the, I have the poli- I have like two accounts on my phone. I have the political ones going to my scrap account, so I just see what's coming up. But all the other shit, like, I, yeah, I'm the same way with that. But 
I'm, I'm, I'm still getting emails from her. Well, before we shift over, like I am, I, I was for Elizabeth Warren. I'm not saying I'm abandoning that. This is kind of the time where I'm looking at all the players on the table. I was really excited about Buttigieg. Now I'm like, okay, she's in wine caves, but maybe she needs to go to a wine cave because <laughs> you know she got to get some money because she got to be president. So like, I don't understand, but I feel like Amy K. As much as y'all might think, you know, I get it. No, I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're thinking. But I feel like she might be the person for the job. Midwest is a re- track record of working with the Republicans. Somebody's got to do it. We can't just keep up this yeah. divisiveness bullshit. Trump will end. Fascism will remain. And now we know that people don't wear, you know, Klan robes. They just, at the target, just being Nazis. So, but what I'm saying is you need somebody to be able to lead the country. So I'm feeling like it's Amy Kay for me right now. And I don't care if she ate a salad with a, uh, with a comb. I don't care what she ate with what. I, I don't give a fuck. Or but, if she's, or if she yells at her staff. You know what? Sometimes her. a bitch needs to get yelled at. You know. So I, you know, it depends I, on what yeah, they did. That's just what. That's work. Man. Well, that's first work. of all, let's break it down. If Joe Biden was screaming at his staff, people would call him passionate. And just because exactly. Amy McKay is a woman, now she's just mm-hmm. a bossy bitch. No, I, I can see that. And I could, yeah, I could, do that. I would love, I would love to see a Amy Kay and Trump debate. Holy fuck, I would love that. Yeah. Um, Here's what here's my thing with with Mayor Pete is that at first I think like this is everyone's like journey. It's like at first you're excited and then you start watching interviews and you're like, okay. And then as just like the debates go on, you're just like, man, okay. (laughs) What what drives me crazy about him is is that one debate where he tried to go after um, Elizabeth Warren. Yes. And he and he kept he was kept going like. You know, like we need to give people the option to pay for insurance. And I'm like, I'm sorry. If there's an option for free insurance, I don't see many people opting to pay for it. Right. <laughs> In America. Yeah. We're gonna that's... take whatever's free. Yeah. And then but then he goes like on like CNN or whatever. And he's like, you know, Elizabeth Warren says all this stuff about, you know, free health care, but she doesn't say how we're gonna pay for it, even though like in the debate she says like a bunch of times, like we're going to tax the rich. We're going to tax the rich. We're going to tax the rich. They're going to pay their two cents. They're going to pay their two cents. And that's how we pay for it. And then all these candidates are going on on and being like, she never talks about how they're going to pay for it. And like, yeah. it's too much too soon. I'm just like, come on now. Come on. Yeah. She does explain while they're also. But then again, as a woman, I'm so used to this. I don't think I even get offended at these things anymore. It's like, ma'am, like you'll be stopped in the street by Ma'am, can I get, how do I get to the thing? In the middle of telling the thing, he's leaning over to his wife going, I don't know how we're going to get there. I'm like, bitch, if you'll just like listen to him. Okay, fine. Be lost. I don't know. It's over there somewhere. <laughs> I'm just a woman. I don't know how buildings or streets work. Get lost. Oh, fuck off. So, I mean, like, I feel like, you know, I don't know what what's going to happen but i think right now like i'm i'm in amy it, really you guys got on board you and tina got on board ian did and tina did about uh amy and saying like she might be the one if we had a real choice well, the see, dnc that's, that's is a, deciding yeah, for us though the old nefarious motherfuckers yeah. are back to it again so the dnc is deciding for all of us who's going to run for president so that's 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 what the issue is it's almost like in in what was it 2016 the Trump organization just ran roughshod over the RNC. Sure. They just stomped them. Sure. The DNC is totally different. They're the supreme power. They really are. There's no candidate that can ever do that on the Democratic side. Every single one that makes it through is what they push through. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, look, look what they did this. Uh, how was Kamala Harris out of the race? Yeah. How was she? Uh, how was, how was 
all the and Castro and Castro. Booker is barely holding on. Yeah. So they want Biden or Buttigieg. That's their dark horse. And if they if they have to settle for Amy, they'll go for Amy. You think Bernie has no shot in? He has no, no chance in hell. No, they don't want him. He's not establishment. Well, Bernie's not going to listen to anybody. No. These guys are just as corrupt as Republicans. Man. Oh, absolutely. Just I don't think anybody. Snakes. Yeah, I think we all agree about that one, right? You know, and they're what they're doing is they they they're propping up like people on the far left, just to to keep things separated enough. Yeah, they, they don't want Warren to be their their the face of. I their think I think unfortunately we're we're really af- or we're not we the DNC is very afraid of a candidate that uh, is. They need they want to pick someone that has an actual shot. At, at beating Trump. And I'm not just talking about like being able to, to be in a debate with Trump. I'm talking about like, I think they're afraid to pick Bernie or Warren because they're proposing such big changes yep. that yep. a lot of people are really hesitant to go with someone who wants big, immediate structural change versus someone that wants to move things quietly and slowly to the point where it aligns with their beliefs more. I, that's just how I'm reading And it. look, call me a coward, but I don't necessarily disagree with that kind of uh, thinking, even though I'm not a big fan of the DNC. You can't what, you can't turn a battleship on a dime. Yeah, it I mean... It doesn't happen. I mean, there was such a strong reaction to eight years of Obama, and although, I mean, that was, for me, a controversial eight set of years, it was better than the, the dumb W years. And let's just go to war because my daddy wants me to. <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, I don't, and again, I don't know who was backing Obama and all that kind of thing, but I feel like we need sort of like someone more centrist at this point, seemingly, at least. Um, to I'm go interested back to on see. Track. I just, I mean, but although I am, I know I, a lot of people are mad at me for saying this, but I, I'm still bracing for four more years of Trump. That, um, that, it's interesting that the, the people who voted for Trump because they were the never Hillary, if you want to call that movement, whatever that is. It seems like it like some of the rumblings is like that sort of not the not the far right base, but the evangelical base, the kind of like sort of far right, but not the, the tiptoey far right. The guys who can really I mean, the main part of them who can't think for themselves. Sure. Um, it sounds like a lot of them are starting to break from that. Because their 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 moral conscience is being well. Also, I think business wise, it's bad for business. It's I bad think, for church business. Yeah, too, yeah, people don't want to tithe. They're they're not going to church. A lot of people are and like the, questioning whether they should believe in God and, exactly. and la the, la la. The, I mean, the Methodist Church is now it, splitting exactly. In two. But the pro, you know the problem with that is <laughs> over that LGBTQI. The is majority used. the majority of that church is going to stay with the the progressive movement. It's a small part that's going that's going to be the traditional. I don't Methodist. know. I don't know. I haven't seen the numbers on it. I think you'd be more surprised. Because I was reading with the numbers within that organization. Yeah. That the majority of the organization is going to stay as the progressive. But that's what they're telling you. But you know, they're gonna slip off to that service on every other Sunday. Just to get some. Of their <laughs> and be there with their queer, queer brothers and sisters. We see you, girl. We know. We've been knowing that you were a math teacher at high school. We know. We know you got a fake marriage. We know she's a beard. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about today's Golden Globes. Is anybody rooting for anything in the Golden Globes? Anybody's got like a favorite? Does anybody like want Meryl Streep and her teeth from Big Little Lies to take it on home? Who's uh, wait? Is that happening? Is that happening tonight? It's happening I know. Today. Isn't it crazy? It's today. Oh. Today. <laughs> Completely flew under my radar. I'm definitely gonna watch it, and here's yeah. the, here's the reason why I'm watching it. They just keep inviting uh, Ricky Gervais back. And he shows up and he watches them. <laughs> and it's awesome. Like, it's just like there's such gluttons for, for punishment. 
And he's just going to eviscerate the shit out of everybody. Because it, it boosts ratings. He literally makes people, like, shake with anger. Yeah. And I love it. It's all the people who <laughs> are, who, all the people who are like, I'm never going to watch that. It's so stupid. To tune in because he's going to say the shit that we're thinking while we're yeah, watching Yeah, he's just, it's going to be. Yeah, so uh, that starts around three. I'll probably watch all the red carpet hoes. That should be fun. You know, when you got three TVs, you can just sort of like check in and check out when you want to. So I'm like, I'm, you know, Golden Globes days. I was, it snuck up on me too, Andre. I had no idea until yesterday. Did anybody see yeah. 1917, this movie everybody's talking about? Uh-uh. I've just seen billboards for it, and that's it. I don't even know what it is. It's, I've heard crazy good things about it. Really? Is I have it, too. Yeah, I'm starting to hear like it's like the thing, right? Does anybody know the premise? No. World War One, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just see a bunch of hot dudes like running through a field with bombs going off, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's all I need, really. Well, what's wrong with all I know is wrong with the main robots and bombs. Who played a <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Last night, falling asleep, you were putting something, and then you you were you 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 stopped on Transformers, and you forced me to watch it. No, you looked at me and smiled, and I'm like, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask, the, can we see this? Okay, let me just tell you it's how robots this works. And, it's robots and it's I said it's robots and guns. Let me just tell you how this works. So <laughs> it's the same thing with what you were saying: guys running around in a field with bombs. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand that you're just throwing it back in my face because I judged you last night. So he puts on a CPAP machine and he's out in two seconds. Yeah, he's just gone. <laughs> so I put on the TV because I have a hard time going to sleep. And I, we took the TV out of the bedroom and I was just laying there in the dark on my back pondering the end of the world uh, every night. And I just like, I'm going to put on some like, shit TV. So we're going through Hulu. Because <laughs> exactly. that's, that's all we have on Hulu because we haven't signed in. We haven't. We got else. a brand new little we small TV. Andre, we have four TVs now. Anyway. So oh, my God. <laughs> it's. It's a sickness. By the time you and, and Sophia and will get guest, here, there'll be the nine room, TVs. The guest room doesn't even have a TV yet. It doesn't even. We'll get you one though, wow. by the time you're here. <laughs> um, so, you know, we had this little small TV in the bedroom and I'm trying to like, and I haven't signed in on all the other fucking thousand things that we subscribe to except for Hulu. And I'm going through the movies. I'm thinking, move, I just need like a half an hour of a movie to go to sleep to. And he's propped up. You know, he's got his nose pillows I've in. And I stop on Transformers because I know he's a hoe for Transformers. Oh, yeah. And this is not just any Transformers. This is the one with Shia LaBeouf and some supermodel no, it's in it. No, it's the third one, which I, I never saw. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, I never saw Dark Side of the so Moon. So I got to jump on board in 1961 that a bunch of astronauts went to the Dark Side of the Moon after they did that <laughs> grainy-ass right, yeah. shit on TV to find like a high-tech thing <laughs> that's crashing the dark Anyway. The live feed. They had a live feed. See, but he makes a good point, though, because I am judgmental of that shit, low level, but I love this man. And I was just, yeah, that was a very well-played joke on me. I mean, I will admit to Transformers, uh, G.I. Joe, like, yes. I'll watch that. I, I mean, because it's, it, you're bringing to life my childhood that, I mean, with these toys that I never had. Sure. And the cartoons that I never saw. Sure. That's where you always get me. You always so. guilt me into, like, not making fun of you. Andre's just watching his parents <laughs> fight. <laughs> Mom and dad, stop fighting. Um, <laughs> Guys, this is awkward for me. I'm on the podcast too. <laughs> I'm embracing watching bad things for entertainment because it just gets to a point where it's just funny. I mean, like, it's a really thin line between, like, insulting Star Wars and just, like, really funny. I always go back to, like, when I went to see Venom with Harley. Like, we ended the movie, we were like, it's not a great movie at all, but we had fun watching it. Yeah. 
it's I can one say of those that about a lot anomalies. of things I love. Like there's stuff like there's things that I just love the shit out of, and I'm like, that was a really good time. Yeah. It doesn't have to be great. Yeah. So I mean, but I'm then there's saying. there's stuff where it's, I mean, it's in the category of like I can't get through it, like Empire of the Sun or something like that. It's yeah, like, I just okay. drag myself through razor blades on my face. Yeah, we got to stop it now. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't seen uh, the all most of the movies. Like I haven't seen Knives Out. I haven't seen 1917. <laughs> we mm. were going through it, and you were like, I was like, oh, I haven't seen it, and you were just like. We don't go to movies. Yeah, like, he was like, what oh, is that? I'm like, we right. don't go to the movies. I started Catherine the Great. Like, even some of the TV shows I haven't. But, I'm, you know, I'm going to watch it tonight just because Ricky Gervais is going to eviscerate celebrities. And it's just, I don't know. I just, I, It's like watching, you know, a wild animal feed on a gazelle. Like, I love gazelles. And I'm like, really, you know, I, I love their work. <laughs> but I love to see the lion just eviscerate them sometimes. That's like, eh, you were running in front of the lion. Well, what did you want? You showed up at the Golden Globes. <laughs> You, you're okay. Your entrails are laying out on the floor, and I'm not sure you're not happy about it. But you walked in the room. I'm just saying. Yeah, you said yes. I wonder who's gonna get the harshest burn. I don't know. There's so many people in that room. It's like a pinball machine with him. I don't even think he knows <laughs> who he's gonna insult. Do you think he's gonna make any Trump jokes? At this point, you got to get up really early in the morning to make a really good Trump joke. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. So I'm hoping that it's. And it it's, can't be like, you know, we Brits over here making an across the pond joke because you guys are just fucked Ricky, up over there. He can too. do that deftly. Here's the thing about this is the one thing that people don't understand about a lot of people don't understand about British folks is that they just don't take themselves that seriously at their own award show. They're always no, just like, yeah, they're always just like they call them chat shows. They call them the breakfast show. You know, they call people newsreaders. Like when it comes to the awards, like Olivia Coleman was making fun of her Oscar while during her acceptance speech, she was punking her husband, going, "You're about to cry, aren't you? You're about to cry." Like it's just (laughs) nobody takes it seriously. So I think like Americans over here, like I'm an important actor. I have a piece of you know seemingly gold plated crap to put on my mom's shelf, and it really doesn't mean anything in this the, the 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 shape of anything. You know, in well, my favorite so. my favorite trait of the British people is how just like completely dumbfounded they are about how we treat language here. Yes. And they're just like, what's the big deal? Right. I'm like, girl, I'm with you. I right. don't know. Everything's a cunt. I don't know. You're a cunt. Why am I F-bombs being, being <laughs> censored on FX while I'm trying to watch fucking, I don't know, Inception or something? They're so much more evolved about things. I mean, they've been around a lot longer to like go, oh, it's just a vagina. It's fine. It's a boob. Eh, Calm down. I mean, they are prudish about it. But at the same time, they just don't take themselves seriously. And so I think Gervais is not coming from some foreign place to me. He's coming from a place of like, you guys are taking yourself way too seriously. You all are, even the poorest of you are making 10 times more than the average like schmo. So maybe calm your tits kind of thing. That's what I love about it. Nobody really wants to see your entrails on the carpet. Okay, maybe a couple of you. Okay, I've got this Depends list who you are. <laughs> growing in my head. Okay. Um, we were talking about this a little bit, like, sort of in our text thread. I think you're on this train. I'm on this train. And going, starting tomorrow, it's the end of vacation today, officially, for us. Yeah. You know, i got to put my, I, I plotted out a schedule. I'll let you guys know how it goes. And one of the things going into the end of the year was just getting off all the mailing lists, as we were talking about. I've got off Kamala Harris, Buttigieg, Warren, I love Bernie, but fuck. Like, I'm just getting bombarded. 
and I don't have the money to donate to anyone. And when I do yeah. have it, I, I give it to you without prodding. And then I got off all the text lists. I'm like, bitch, leave me alone. And I love move on and I'm all for their stuff. But after a while, I'm like, I just need to be left alone. I don't even know any people. These are not even real people that I know. So I had to get off all the lists. And then I have like friends who like wrote cookbooks and clean eating. And I, I, I've been following this guy's, this woman's like clean eating thing for like nine years. And I'm like, do I have to now? We were in the same book club together, club together nine years ago. Can we just be done with each other? You know Can we person. fucking be done? Sure enough, I unsubscribe and I get an email. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, wow. Why are like, you unsubscribing? Oh, man. I still haven't responded. I wouldn't respond. She fucking noticed. God damn it. What if like Kamala Harris like wrote you like, "Hey, what's up? Like, why are you not?" Well, that's what I told the I, Elizabeth I told Warren them, calls you. <laughs> I told, hey, this is Elizabeth Warren. What's up, buddy? I told hey. the um the the <laughs> the the move the the Mayor Pete guy who texted. I was like, "Hey, yeah, I I've moved on from Mayor Pete, so <laughs> I won't be voting for him in the primary. But good luck." Did you get a sad face emoji? No, he was just like, "Oh, thank you for letting us know." Aww. I was like, "Yeah, happy New Year." At least probably. they didn't try to rope you back in. That's true. Yeah. You probably freaked out. I mean, out. maybe that intern is fired. We don't know how they work there. <laughs> Who knows? You Chast- let him go? <laughs> Chastin comes in. Is it Chastain or Chastin comes in and goes, you're fired, bitch. I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Seems way too good to be true, those two. Um, yeah, I don't know. So Golden Globes, check it out. It's going to be fun. So, yeah. Oh, no. No, I was. I, I totally just... Wasn't following my own train of thoughts. Oh God! Somebody, I was like, "Oh, we're so." I need to get that memory <laughs> test. So now, like, I'm getting rid of all that stuff. And you were talking about social media, Andre. You were talking about like you have taken your Twitter off your phone and your Facebook. So I have a question for oh, you guys. Twitter too. Mm-hmm. Is that like, how does that work though? So you're not near your computer near enough to like. Well, I guess nobody uses Twitter on their computer, huh? No. I was thinking of taking. I'm, a, a I'm like off, a 36 but... year old wine mom who like looks at Twitter on her laptop now. Um, <laughs> no, here's the thing. I I was like, he's I got didn't a cat tan. Cold... It could work. <laughs> I didn't want to quit cold turkey because I knew that wasn't going to work, and I can't afford in this day of like everything like imploding every single minute. I can't afford to not know what's going like generally what's going on. Right. And also it's just, it's again, how I keep up with people and how they're doing. Um, so I was like, okay, we're going to take it off my phone, but we're going to, I'll let myself use my laptop in the morning and the evening to check on it. And then that's it. Because what happened was I deleted it off my phone and throughout the day, I kept instinctively going to where the app used to be. And I was opening up like Spotify or something. Um, and I and I was like, I was doing that. I did that like 10 plus times that day. I'm just like, whoa. And I noticed like when I was doing it, like if there's one moment where I'm just like, if I'm like working on my computer and like something's buffering, I immediately just go to Twitter. And then I, I spend 20 minutes, even though the thing's done buffering. Yeah. And so it's so it's it's just detracting from my time. Um, and then the same thing with Facebook, Facebook, I don't really, I, I mean, like I do keep up with people, but most of it is just like, I follow some like video threads that I, I like, like, like from British TV or something. Like I just watch like watching those clips and interviews and stuff. Um, but that also doesn't need to be on my phone. I can just catch that whenever, you know, I get on, get on my laptop. 
Um, and I don't have it on my comp- my main computer because that this computer is just strictly for podcast and work. I don't do anything else on this computer. Interesting. Um, so that's how I that's how I've been separating it. And honestly, it's been it's been great. Like I don't really think about it as much. The first day or two, I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, did I get any notifications on that? Like you kind of have withdrawals just a little bit. Sure. And now I'm just like, it's cool. I'll check it. I just checked it this morning with my coffee, and then I'll, I'll check it tonight. And it's not a big deal. And maybe like once I get back into once classes start again, maybe it'll just be once a day, like for lunch or just like just at night or something. But I, it's it feels really good to be able to detach and it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be like yeah same thing with you I mean Ian do you have that problem do you have that no I don't have face I, I haven't had face he doesn't on my phone look at his phone yeah. ever like you maybe when you're in the I john check, I check I check Twitter and then I read sports news and especially like during off seasons like if I'm taking a shit I'm definitely sitting there reading and then like yeah. 20 minutes later with my ass hanging out my feet are asleep (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like stomping down it's like freezing it's like it's like freezing and I'm trying to walk back down the hallway and my feet are asleep because I've been sitting on the shitter (laughs) and I've got these stumps I think we've all been there but no no, I I have never that's just insane (laughs) what I, I don't I don't sit on my phone and do Twitter I mean even are like you, this do morning. Do you have that luge thing? Are your feet numb because you're on the? She's got the shitter. I call eat, it the yeah. shitter downhill ski <laughs> thing. Why do you have that? I don't understand because that Because I'm trying stool. to get all the shit out because I'm on. I want to clean my system. Oh my god! Seriously, I just think it's bunk. I don't understand. Got to like, lift your legs. Got to put them. <laughs> first of all, we're hobbits. You just how are you in the? You have like because my legs swing. I can't reach the. Oh my god! <laughs> I need a booster. <laughs> we have this stupid thing that he bought that sits around one of the toilet the front upstairs the front bathroom it's the pooper it's the i'm always kicking it and falling face first into the wall (laughs) yeah no wonder and you're in there scrunched up like for you do spend a lot of time in there in your morning shit i lose lose time because i'm reading but it's not twitter well it's not really twitter or facebook i'm not reading people's feeds you don't care about that you just want the news yeah and i'm not i i pulled back from instagram too i'm like this is ridiculous you don't care about instagram so well, I, I don't I don't know if if Lisa can relate. I definitely know exactly what you're talking about. Really? Like you're just in there for a little too long, and your ass gets numb, and you forget yeah. where you are for like an hour. I'll say this: what? I'm not gonna say which song it is, but I I legitimately I went to the bathroom with my laptop one time, and I wrote an entire ass song for Dorian, and I'm not gonna tell anybody which one it is. <laughs> I know almost exactly the one it is. I know almost exactly the one it is. You guys are weirdos. So it, it this helps is weird. My process. It's just who takes a laptop to the shitter and writes a You've song. You've never done that. No. Who are you people? No, because you're you're like okay. This we're we're we're, we're like going into the gutters now. Oh no! But, this is where we live. This is where the podcast. But you is like you recorded. are like a speed shitter. I, I don't know. You're what you're the talking fastest about. shitter. I, I've, I don't want to spend a lot of time never, in there. I, it was like boom, boom. I was like, you're done. Yeah. I would have barely been like, I'm barely doing my belt by the time you're done. I probably have colon cancer too, but you know. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Me too. I am a speech hitter. I don't want to spend a lot of time in there. I'm like, I no. bounce. Like literally, I'm out. Like even with baths, I can, sometimes I'll linger and like soak and whatever, but I don't even like, I'm like, I don't like to do these things. I'm out. How would you be there long enough to have your <laughs> ass numb? And who takes a computer into the shit? I don't understand. <laughs> 
two people. I guarantee you, I'm not the only one that does that. I'm sure you're not, Guaranteed. but I don't listeners, write in. What are your <laughs> <laughs> dude and like peeing? Ashlynpodcast at gmail dot com. Life is short. I don't understand people who take too long to get out of the car or people who just like spend hours just peeing. It's just peeing. You're what are you doing? Swiss banking in there? Get the fuck out. Well, <laughs> peeing is different. I mean, you pee, you go in, you're done. You just you're done. I'm talking about women oh. who just like I'm like, sister, like get the fuck up out of no wonder, like we're all waiting. What is happening with you? Why are you in just get out of the cube and go stand and do all whatever you're doing in the box. Do it in front of the mirror. Once you've put your hoo ha away. I don't understand people. I don't understand this. I don't understand it. Well, I also linger in the car too, but that's only because, and this is why taking off Facebook and Twitter off my phone is helping. It's because like I would get a notification on Twitter when I, when like as I'm driving, I'm like, okay, I'll check that when I park. And then I park and I check the notification and then I'm scrolling for 30 minutes and I go check my Facebook and I'm in the car for an hour and a half just looking at stuff where I just could be inside not freezing my ass off. <laughs> I don't understand Andre's life it's at all. It's crazy. It's like my just lizard brain is just th- like, you must stay and check everything <laughs> no, before I, I you totally, go in. It's, it's, you know, it's, I totally get it. I mean, I don't, crazy. Do, I, I, don't, I don't have that issue, but I totally get it because I see people out and around doing that. Like, they'll just stop and then they'll be like, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, the, the- and I'm fully aware that it's crazy to do that. I'm not, I don't have any... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pretending it's not. It's crazy, and I don't do it anymore, thankfully. I mean, I know I did this when I was in production, and you you know, when you're producing shit, all you do is you're just responding, and you're having to pull over to the side of the road, and you get like five emails between, you know, spots that you're in, and you have to stop, and people need an answer now because they're trying to get their shit done so they can get the thing done because yeah. we're all doing a collaborative thing. That I understand. Yeah, that's totally different. But I think like... Where I started to, and I think I was this way a couple of years ago, which you guys are describing, not the ass numb in the bathroom thing, which is just <laughs> insanity. But I'm talking about like pulling over and like thinking that I need to sit there and absorb. And I just, because I've untethered myself from, you know, the real world, I work for myself. I don't live in the, those worlds anymore. I don't do that. But I, I can relate to that a little bit. I really can, like, getting stuck in a place and feeling like you have to respond and see, and and then you're just in a... Yeah. And now the TikTok is here. We'll for yeah. fucking forget about and it. And you were trying to get me to do TikTok, and I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't have time for I'm not going to do see, it. You're going to laugh at this stuff. This stuff is, like, right up yeah, your alley. Yeah, but see, I, I can't... I don't... I don't want to... If I'm on set, I don't want to have a headphone on, and I don't want to be looking... I'll be reading something if I need to, but I don't I'm just sitting around here something. for shits and grins. TikTok is just hilarious. Nah, if you have something really funny, you can sh- I can call me over and I'll look at it and laugh with you. Like I the jumping TikTok, thing. But. TikTok is genius because there are some things in there that are just like so cringy that when you open the app, you're like, mm, do I want to do this? But then there are other things that are just like pure comedic gold. Yes. So you're not on it constantly. Like, that was my problem with Vine. There was a moment in 2014, like a solid four months, where every Vine was the funniest shit you've ever seen. And then it slowly became like like ad placements. Derivative and, and just, just sponsored terrible. everything. You're just yeah. like, oh, okay, now I'm done. That'll yeah. happen to TikTok, So, that, I mean, that's what, I guess, t- TikTok oh, is still it suffering, already kinda suffering from that. It already has kind of, yeah. everything has already become but the, derivative. the yeah. fun of it is, like, finding those nuggets of, like, just pure comedic gold. Yeah. And yeah. then that's, and that's what keeps you on the site scrolling because you're looking for that thing. But I do it in, like, five-minute spurts just to amuse myself, mm. and then I'm done. I, I have grown. Oh, yeah, I don't my do discipline. it longer for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, so I'm, you I'm, do you do talk talk TikTok too? 
You do oh, TikTok yeah. too? I don't make them. I just watch them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's I don't know like, what kind of dark place I would need to be in my life to make TikToks, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm a casual passive viewer. <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you if you make the the one that goes viral, then you get the money, right? Isn't that how? This is what everyone's trying to do. Do you make money on TikTok yet? I, guess. I don't know if you. Make I don't money know. On, I, mean, I don't know if it's is that like still YouTube. a thing. I don't know. I don't know how that works. No. Um, I do know that I'm excited about something. And and it's really big around this household. Is yesterday we got brand new towels. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. <laughs> Listen, wow. <laughs> when I moved into this house ten years ago, there were I don't know what was happening. I don't know if they were just bathing like hordes of people, but there was probably about I want to say 150 towels yeah. in the linen closet. <laughs> uh, you know how Filipino women are. It was insane, and you know, and again, I get it. Large family. The house has been here for a while, but I'm like, and I grew up in the hood, so and none of them matched. That, and, and I relate to that. We didn't have a set of towels. My yeah. mom would get like a box of washing powders at the Piggly Wiggly, and you'd pull a towel out of it, and that was your towel. Or the matching set came from the 70s. You didn't get a matching set. We didn't have matching sets. That's not how the, my hood worked. We added water <laughs> to things to make other things, like more orange juice, more milk, more whatever. And we didn't have matching towels. But like when I you know, grew up and became a, an adult on my own, I would have a set of towels. The last set of towels I bought was 10 years ago. No, longer than that. Probably 14 years ago. And they've got bleach on them and... They really held up because they were warm set of towels. They're like, I got the... They're nice towels. I got the nice towels. But then I was just so tired of it. And like in going into the new year, and we've, we've really cleaned a bunch of stuff out, and I was down to the gunmetal of list of things. And on this long list for probably five years is new towels. There's a sale at Bed Bath & Beyond. Brought to you by Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, y'all better. And for $6 <laughs> a pop, and these were nice towels, we went down and we got 16 of them going back today for four more they wrap around you oh andre they're like little blankets they're squishy and they're cushy and they wrap all the way around you and they match and they're gray and they're white and they're beautiful so i'm excited about my new towels i was just sitting in the well, bathtub today here's the, the question myself. that will definitely incite some towel discourse within oh, no. our, our listenership sure how often do you wash your towels now, I am one of those particular bitches that will use a towel maybe twice and then I'll wash it. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, I used to go like a whole week. And look, I'm not a field hand. If I like was out digging oil out the earth or I was landscaping or doing a physical job, <laughs> I would probably wash my towels on the regular, like yeah. on a daily basis because you're tracking in whatever. Right. Right. But I am a writer. <laughs> I don't really sweat and I don't I'm not a stanky person. So I can get like three things out of the towel. Maybe I think. Yeah. Three to four, I think, is is if face cloths, though. I'm a, one, I'm a one and yeah. done person. I don't don't be fucking with no like washing <laughs> my my. Yeah. Once you wash the butthole, <laughs> we done. That towel needs to be washed. I'm not going to put that on my face the next day. Get some brown eyes. That's how you get Ebola in your house. <laughs> That's how you start the zombie apocalypse in my estimation. Now, what is your philosophy, Andre, on like towels? No, I'm in, uh, exactly the same way. Yeah. I know people that are just like, 
I watch them once a month and I'm like, I'm fucking <gasps> sorry. What? No, it's rough. And they're you're just like, allowed. well, if you're clean, you don't need to. I'm like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you making Girl, yourself dirty with your towel. Oh, yeah. You just undoing everything you did in that shower. Even if, if like everything was sparkly clean. I mean, like there's water in the towel. There, there's probably bacteria in the towels. We gotta yeah, watch that still, shit. There's still, you know, dead. And I cannot. Cells. There are yes, very few ass. things on this earth I can't stand, but a slightly damp towel <gasps> is one of them. I sound exactly like David Rose right now. A slightly damp towel yep. is the worst thing when you're when you're getting out of the shower mm-hmm. and you just want to be dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then so you're like washing, like nothing's coming off, and you're still wet. And you're just nah. like, and you're like in the worst place possible. No, see now. No. No, that's no, 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 the no. sunken place for me and i want and that's why we're gonna go back and get i want to get like a set i'm gonna make it an even 20 and i'm gonna make it like 15 washcloths because i just want it to be like when we have guests too i want my guests to be able to have a towel <laughs> to share wash, wash don't be throwing it on the floor though like, people come to my house and throw they or they hang their wet towel on the end of like our wooden bed and i'm like the bitch who raised you anyway <laughs> I don't also like got to have a clean bathtub, a clean shower, all that kind of stuff. I'm not religiously yeah. about it, but it has got to be clean. So, yeah, no, that's my philosophy. But I got to tell you, new towels, everything matches. And all of our old towels, because we have a pretty decent chunk of them, we're all taking to the animal shelter today. So um, they can use those. They really need that kind of stuff. So we just drop it off in the whole thing and they can take care of the, the animals. Whatever, but they all look like they're dog towels. Like our towels were just pitiful. I would like fold the towels and sit there with scissors and cut threads off of them. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I need some new towels. They, they were, were j- jank. They were janky. They were like your rag towels. They were rags. So, I mean, they were like from the 70s. Some of those were, yeah. yeah. Some of those somebody dried off Jesus with. They were older than that. Jesus don't know. <laughs> He don't know. Somebody dried his Jesus's hair with him. I'm telling you, there's some old ass towels. Um, Shroud of Turin on one of them. Um, <laughs> Mary Magdalene used one of them <laughs> towels. Hey, <laughs> hey. So uh, we accidentally maybe figured out how to make sausage rolls that you find in a pub. Want to know how to make them? So you get yes, we're a roll. cooking podcast now. After all, so hey, yes, please. So you get some Farmer John sausages, a little, or just like mini link sausages you can get, or mm-hmm. your vegan ones if you're into that, Morningstar, mm-hmm. right? And you you pre-cook those, you know, just on the stovetop in your skillet, right? We use, we have a cast iron skillet, but whatever, we ain't, Lodge ain't sponsoring us. So you like, you cook those. <laughs> and then Lodge. You go get some Pillsbury, um, I would say biscuit dough is going to be better than the biscuits that are flaky. Yeah. And well, you, we, use the, mm. we use the croissant one. We you can use the, the crescent biscuit. rolls or the croissant rolls. But I think the, the biscuit is going to be more like the consistency yeah. of like the pub roll. And then you take the already cooked sausage, you roll it in the center of your your crescent roll or your biscuit mm-hmm. roll, and then you just bake it for however long it tells you to bake the dough. Yeah. Wow. They are freaking delicious. And if you've ever had a sausage roll in a pub, I know it's not the exact same. Don't come for me, people. I've already given you guys compliments. Don't come for me now. Um, but it is a delicious snack. You bake it a little bit exists. A little I'm bit not the, longer. I didn't invent it, but I'm just saying like. Make it a little bit longer it. than what it says on the thing. Because oh, really? The the sausage has moisture in it, so the inside is still a little doughy. Oh. So it's got to dry all the way through. Gotcha. Mm. 
And I don't know how that morning start sausage may be. It may be drier. Yeah. Or moister. It depends on how you cook your sausage, too. It's true. <clears throat> Just a little tip, a little pro tip. Love that. Cook your about sausage. It. We all over the place did that. Mm-hmm. People are like, what the hell's going on with the Ashen Podcast? <laughs> well, I can tell you that it's not sponsored by the Ashen Baptist Church after all that shitter talk. So sorry, guys. If you came here for that, I don't mean to offend you. We're not that podcast. But we do shit. Hey, uh, <laughs> 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 apparently all the time and in, until we people's asses. What the fuck? Okay. We are passionate. Is this what you meant, Lisa, about branding our personalities? Because I think it's working. I think it's working. This is, uh, <laughs> wow. And then Ashlyn Podcast signed off the air forever. <laughs> You'll just have to hang out. Does anybody know how The Mandalorian ended? <laughs> no. I do. Okay. So, spoilers for The Mandalorian, if you haven't seen it uh, at all or haven't seen the finale. I did not see it. I cut off Disney Plus before the ending. I thought what I saw was the ending, and it wasn't. So, what happened? Because <laughs> I didn't see it. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> uh, the, the nurse droid died. Okay. Uh... The Mandalorian guy took his helmet off. Pedro. It's Pedro Pascal. We yeah. all know oh, he it was did. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Um, he like got a jetpack, like a Boba Fett jetpack. Okay. And took down the 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 guy that like showed up in the village with all the stormtroopers, and then he took Baby Yoda somewhere at the end of the episode. Okay. It's hard summarizing the Mandalorian because there's no plot. Right. <laughs> like there's very. Is Very this also another plot. fuck plot show? Uh, so Giancarlo Esposito is, uh, or Gus Fring, is defeated by the Mandalorian. What about the other guy? Yeah. Isn't, um... What about Werner Herzog? Yeah, Does he get defeated at the end? <laughs> Does Listen, he go I back from when guy... came? Yeah, I just know that guy because he had a he had a cameo on Parks and Rec where he's like selling this old haunted house to April and Andy, and she's like, "I'm selling this house because I want to retire in Disney World." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's the Disney World guy." That's so funny. Um, that's how you know Werner Herzog. That's uh, that's that's hilarious. No, he didn't show up in the last episode, so I assume he's dead. I don't know. Oh, it didn't matter. He's somewhere scheming for season two. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, listen. Anything, anything at this point is is going to be better than whatever the fuck they're doing over in the the movies. So, gotcha. So, uh, does a, does a Mandalorian yeah. now stop being the Mandalorian once he loses his helmet? I mean, like it's is his whole thing. No, is he didn't lose or this his is the way or, or or he took it off. He didn't lose his helmet. No, he like he got like wounded and he had to take it off to like repair something. Um, I don't know. So if you, <laughs> if you get injured, was anybody there to witness it? The droid was. But the droid died. Yeah. After okay. that. Does Nick yeah. Nolte die? The old uh, little. Yeah, he gets killed because that's how they that's how they steal the baby. Uh, the so that he was actually dead in that. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, Nick, yeah. no Nick Nolte in no. season two. Gotcha. Copy that. Yeah. Because I didn't feel like it was worth like re-signing up for Disney Plus. No, to... I mean I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Harley to watch the last episode of The Mandalorian because we've all been watching it together as a group and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cancel it until one of the Marvel shows come back. So gotcha. I think that's what everybody yeah. else it's is not, doing. It's not worth it for me. I'm just it, like they you know. should make it all a card. I don't. Thing. I don't. Huh? 
They should make it all a cart because if we're because that's what we're probably gonna do. We're doing too, right? If something comes back, we want to see. We'll sign back up and then cancel. Probably. So why don't they? Well, what do you mean a la carte? It is already a la carte. No, just like can I just see go to your thing? Oh, buy the show just yeah, itself, like, like Amazon does. No, I don't think they're gonna do that. I'm also confused no. by Apple TV's game. So we signed up for a year of Apple TV. I'm like, awesome, great. So you get a year for free, and then you start, you know, being charged for it. But then I get on Apple TV, and um, I'm having to pay for content. I'm like, okay, I think I got hoodwinked. I don't what? think. Well, I mean, the first year is free, so I didn't get hoodwinked yet. So you get the morning show, which I started the morning show. I just can't get through it. I'm sorry. I know you guys are loving the morning show. It's nominated for Golden Globe, but I just, oh, my God. It's Is like, that the, the Jennifer Aniston yes. show? Oh, yeah. I love Jennifer Aniston, and I love Reese Witherspoon. But this Me Too fucking morning show, I don't know. It's not for me. That didn't make this show for me. I can't. I don't know. I don't care. Me Too. <laughs> anyway, so you get to watch that and other original stuff. And what's upon a time in Hollywood, and I'm like, that's great. I don't really have, know. And then they have a Roku <laughs> app, and it's on Roku. I'm so confused about <laughs> what's happening. I mean, and the world's on fire, and we just killed a general. I mean, we have bigger fish to fry, but I'm I'm still a little confused about what's going on with all these streaming channels. Somehow, it's going to have to be consolidated. I think because it's just it's everything. There's some duplicated, you know, um, things there. Well, and also Disney Plus is like is like quietly but slowly taking things off. Their oh, they streaming are service. Yeah, they're like taking like movies off occasionally, and just like I don't want to hear anyone else making fun of me for having DVDs because you know even when you do sign up for the streaming stuff, you don't own the content. It can be taken off at, that's right. at any moment. You are literally so, always renting it, even if you're buying it. See, that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I'm just like. Right. No, it was a lot of things for me canceling Disney Plus. It was it wasn't worth it. I don't have any. There's a lot of shows on there that I used to watch when I was like a, a, like in middle school, um, and everyone's having a great time rewatching that. I'm just like, I can't. It's just too cringy, and I I can understand why I liked it back then. I cannot watch it now, so it's not worth it for me. Uh, fuck Disney after Star Wars. Uh, Mandalorian was was cool for me. I don't have any strong feelings about it. I'm just like, cool. That was you know that was fun. Um, and then that's it. I'll come back for the Marvel shows, and I'm pretty sure those are going to be good. But I have no reason to to keep paying seven dollars a month for it. Yeah, I'm with you. Does anybody have any tea before we get into the recommendation section? Any tea? Can we talk about The Witcher a little bit? <laughs> We can. Oh, yeah, The Witcher. I, I just want to mm-hmm. caution us that we kind of have an unspoken rule not to, like, bring up stuff if we're going to just purposely shit on it. I mean, I know that happens here casually a lot of times. Yeah. It's happened just now with the morning show. <laughs> but I want to start short of ranting because, again, I have to finish watching that to give it a chance. I'm sure there's something I'm missing. The performances are great. I just don't really care why we're here. Um but I just, because I know that I didn't, I wasn't feeling The Witcher, and I think I might be the only one. So I don't want to shit on it. I'm going to try not to shit on it. So go, Witcher. I mean. Action. I mean, I'm still with, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm probably not going to watch the rest of it. I'm not going to say it's bad by any means. I just think the pilot didn't do anything for me. It's because, like, you know how there's shows where, like, there's a novelty in, like, 
dropping your audience into a, a pre-established world and like they're finding things out along the way as the story progresses. I feel like that's what they tried to do with this pilot. The problem is though, when you're dealing with medieval elven worlds and they're throwing out all these complicated consonant names and like you don't know anybody's name and like you're forgetting like where I'm like what is this world is it meant to be like is there magic is there not magic what's going on what's this what's Henry Cavill doing why is Superman in this and so you're just watching this is what I was getting like I'm just watching shit happening and I do, and I'm not caring about it at all and the and the show is trying to make me care about it like oh isn't this sad I'm like I guess I don't know anything about these characters. I don't know why Superman is kissing this woman at the end when they had like two scenes only together. You mean I don't supernatural Leah Michelle? Yes, I feel you. Yeah. yeah, Leah Michelle. I'm just like I don't know why why they're kissing, and I I feel nothing about it. And then I I I finished like I I logged out with like eight minutes left because I was just like oh, okay this is just gonna be a fight scene. I've probably seen it all before. Uh yeah, not for me. Uh moving on. That's how I, I feel like we watched the entire thing and here's I feel like you if you read the books or you played the game, you probably have a connection to it. And it probably was very uh-huh. satisfying. I'm hearing a lot of Witcher yeah. fans who adore it. And I feel like you had to come sure. to this as a built in fan. Like some people came to Game of Thrones, like already have read the books. And I was recommended to me by a book reader. So that's why I watched the series in the first place and just absolutely fell in love with it. Read the first three books and was just like, I can't finish these books right now. Blah, blah, blah. I'll get back to them later. So I feel like Witcher has its own built-in audience, and I think you come to it with that. As a, someone who knows nothing about the books or nothing about the video games, I did feel like maybe I should get that under my belt. This could be amazing, but I, it felt flat for me. And I think it's dangerous to compare something to something that's been wildly popular yeah. like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. yeah, The people who were trying yeah. to do that, who were marketing that, are idiots. Yeah. Don't call something another thing. And also, I'd done my 10-year stint with the Game of Thrones thing. And I don't know. I think I'm still in a funky mood after Mr. Robot. I'm not willing to dive back into anything else anytime soon. So it could probably just be all in my head that I'm resistant to climbing on board something and getting invested again. But I just, The Witcher for me, it wasn't terrible. I just didn't understand the kind of the jumping around in time. I I can follow all kinds of plots, but I'm like, why did we do this? Why do we need to do this circular storytelling this way? It doesn't help me. You could have done this in a linear fashion and I would have been completely cool and probably would have paid a little bit more attention than I did. Yeah. All the, all the jumping around was annoying, but it made me just sit and I didn't, and I didn't even sit and watch it. I was sort of playing fallout while I was doing it, but I got the gist. Um, you thought it was kind of cool. It was cool, and my my one thing was like, and and Andre already said it. Like, if they had spent more, if they had spent some like Sam Ismail level character development on some of these people, it could have been really cool. But they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they, there's like, why is this character doing this? Why is this now? Why is she doing like? Why? Yeah, there was a lot of. I didn't understand and, the and motivations. Why, it, yeah. yeah. But you know, watching around people, watching people run around and like. Ye oldie stuff. It's kind of cool. Ye oldie party city. Yeah. Ye oldie party city. But it wasn't. I you mean, know. Li- I mean, like, I fi- I finished. I was just like, okay, maybe it's just not for me. But the more I thought about it, I was just like, I just really don't think it's a good pilot 
by any means. Mm, I really not. don't. And I and I know it's unfair to say that without giving the rest of the show a chance, but uh, again, we're we're in 2020. We're we're I'm not trying to devote my time to something that I'm I'm not 100% in, but I'm just like uh I don't know. <laughs> I had something to say, but now I can't remember. Someone is vamp when I'm trying to well, I mean, I have to say, I, I went into it with a completely open mind. I don't also, Game of Thrones wasn't even on my mind. I'm not looking for the next Game of Thrones. I can watch things completely under themselves. So I was just looking yeah. for something that was good. And like I said, I didn't really understand. We were clipping at a pretty quick pace through people's reason for existing. And even by the end <laughs> yeah. of the last episode, I hadn't latched on to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I could also see mm. things coming. Like they were telegraphing all of these plots and it felt like we've been here before and it just wasn't very well told. Yeah. Um, that was just my sort of feeling about it. But it was on Netflix. I'm already paying for that. I didn't mind exactly. the content. It was easy to get through. It's like I clipped through it. It yeah. was all waiting for me. So it's like awesome. watching uh, it's like watching Transformers or G.I. Joe. Sure. It's like that was made. That was yeah. entertaining. It's like, OK, cool. I would, you know, well, also, I, I didn't I hate mean, it. I just, it felt like another thing that was made yeah. quickly. Yeah. I mean, also another big red flag for me was just like, if you have magic in your show and you still can't catch my attention, it's probably not going to get <laughs> any better from here. Just for me, what I like to see in my content. I remember what I was going to say. I, I I told Lindsay, because uh, she's a big gamer, I asked her if she played the game and she didn't. Um... But, but I was telling her how I was feeling about this pilot, and she was like, oh, well, yeah, it's probably because you haven't played the games. And I'm just like, I don't know. If I'm making a video game adaptation, I mean, surely you want you want to pay a certain homage to the people that have spent the time playing. There's like three video games, I think, and reading the books um, and give them the satisfaction of watching it come to live in a TV show. But you also want to go beyond that and and bring in new people to not only watch the show but want to go back and play those games and want to go back and read the books i mean i hadn't read game of thrones and it managed to capture me because nothing was thrown at me at a high velocity sure. and everything was 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 slowly being being telegraphed to a point where i could understand it and it made me want to go read the books and and do all that stuff and i thought i thought i thought when people said it's the next game of thrones i thought that's what they meant i thought that that what they were saying was you're going to watch it and you're going to want to go and play the video games or you're going to want to go to read the books. I thought that's what they were saying. But I get what you're totally saying about how like comparing it to something as successful just doesn't help in in any way. It's just always so dumb. It's so it, again, it's like it's like promising us that Mr. Robot finale was going to be satisfying. I just think these are dangerous things to promise. Don't tell people yeah. how to consume your art or what they're going to walk away feeling. Just present it and let it yeah. fall where they may. Again, marketing. Don't get me started with marketing. I fucking I can't stand most marketing plans, and I just I don't appreciate it. Don't talk to me that way. You know, don't tell me what my expectations are. And again, I, because I don't respect what critics have to say about anything, just put it out there. You know, and and don't remark on it and let people take it for what it is. And also be cool about people going. I don't understand what you were trying to tell me. You know. Also, I was very distracted by the contract tax. At this point, I know I, I know his eyes are yellow. They change color. You have CGI. It's on Netflix. You, you paid all these people to show up. Can you can you fix that in fucking post or just just do a Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury thing and just let people just have their 
eye color because it's very distracting and it pulls me out of it. That poor little girl was wearing, having to wear those contacts. Why does Cirilla's eyes need to look that way because they're that way in the video game? I don't know, dude. I just, there's a couple of things where I'm like, oh, God, I don't understand it. And then you've got to unhunch the girl, like our main dark-haired witch girl, Supernatural Leah Michelle. Why did you have to, what are you saying about that? I don't know. Mm. There's just a couple of things well, where I'm also, just like, I mean, uh, what? Yeah. Also, I mean, like, I mean, nothing against the guy, but I'm just like, anything Henry Cavill is, is in, I'm just like, at, I'm not getting anything. I mean, like, there's only so many times you can go, in an episode where I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, going to, I'm just going to let you say that and I'm going to step way back off yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so did anybody, did you guys see, uh, you watched it with me, Don't Fuck With Cats. Yeah. People kept saying, go see it. I have a thing about people hurting animals. It's, uh, I lose my mind. I can't stand it. If I ever win the lottery, I'm going to spend a lot of money, like, just, I don't know, throwing people in jail forever for abusing animals and rescuing them all. I don't know. I'm one of those assholes. You can hate me or love me for it. But I just, I was like, I didn't want to watch this because the stew is torturing cats. But it has a lot to say about um, our relationship with the internet it also has a lot to say about how people like again deanna thompson and jason john green and how they went after this person um and how justice prevailed ultimately but man what a journey it's a three-parter on netflix um don't fuck with cats give it a give it a chance yeah check it out i'm i'm always i'm on the netflix train this week outside of his dark materials I'll go to his dark materials next because I want to say it's like what I thought The Witcher was going to be. Uh, His dark (laughs) materials, after we gave it some time and sat and just focused on it, because, again, I wasn't in the mind frame when I started this. Robot was already on. I was so distracted by Robot. Now I'm, like, over here going, okay, I'm going to get back to his dark materials. It's quite good. Um. And I love it. But again, I feel like you had to have been a person who read the books to fully mm. appreciate it. It's still gorgeous, and I love the Damons, and I'm following the plot. It's not like I'm confused. Yeah. I feel like, though, you had to step to this maybe being enriched by the material. Yeah, I'm not after, what, the whole season. There, I'm invested in the bear. That was the best part, the yeah. armored bear. I. You know, I'm quite I, invested in Lyra. I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't know why to be. What about the other kid in the other realm? I mean, I'm not invested in him or Lyra. I look at them like, let me know what they are first. I'm hoping it's coming back with a season two. I put a lot of money into it. We still have three more episodes to go. I'll let you know where I land. At this point, though, I'm like, just the money they sunk into it. Yeah. And the visuals and this cast. It's, it's really quite made quite well armored bear i mean come on you had me at armored bear <laughs> how awesome is I'm that just gonna, if, if you just said armor like I, that's the only reason i'm gonna watch it i saw that armored bear i saw lin-manuel miranda i'm like i'm in i'm cool yes <laughs> yes so i'm gonna finish it um it didn't hit me like i said the way i watched the pilot of game of thrones and was like that was pretty good and then i watched the second one and then the third one and then the fourth one and then the fifth yeah. one and then it was tuesday yeah this one, I have to watch it. I can go do something else, come back. Maybe I'll clock another thing, and then I'll come back and do it. So it's taking me – I'm having a hard time just sitting down and just gulping up his dark materials. Mm-hmm. 
but maybe yeah. there's something horribly wrong with me. Maybe I'm just a person who just deserves to look at new towels all day and not even do a podcast about watching shit. So what the fuck do I know? I don't want to walk away from it because, you know, I was ready. I almost walked away from Penny Dreadful. It yes. just took me time. I don't know if this is going to be that rich of a reward, but, you know, I'll watch it. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking good so far. I just have to finish it. Uh, Terrace have you guys House. seen that, that? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say Terrace House is back for the next chunk of episodes, but it ended in a very frustrating cliffhanger. Thank you, uh, Terrace House. We got to wait another two months now to see what happens with this couple that's going on. Why are you doing this to us? Why are you blue balling us, Terrace House? Sup? Sup? So angry. They, it's it's like they know that they've they've got international fame now because it sounds it feels like they yes, changed but, a couple. Yes, but don't play with fire, Terrace House, exactly. because we will turn on you yeah. on a dime. You know, like them, don't be you know, those dicks. But the way in they the, the the guy from Italy or whatever. And then oh, just, you mad at them? Brought brought just no, a, just a like, white boy on the show. No, they're just it's sort of it just feels different. Like they're trying to appease to a larger audience. I don't know that they're necessarily. I don't feel that no? with. Maybe not with, the hosts, like with the way Pepe. I don't feel I don't like know. they're doing that with him. I don't know. I like it when they bring the the foreigners on the show, and I think he's a he's been a refreshing. I didn't get that. No. What I didn't appreciate like though the is other, that they like, cliffhang the shit out of oh. us. If you're like a, this is what we're all talking about. You don't watch the show. I don't watch the show. You I can't just, comment on the show. I'm just like eh. <laughs> yeah, you can't eh the show because you don't watch the show. <laughs> don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He walks in and out Shut of the room. Shut the fuck up, Ian. Unless you understand. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, do you understand Japanese? You don't even look at the screen when it's on. How do you know what's going on? <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Okay, then what's happened? What oh, happened? Why know. am I mad about the cliffhanger? Yeah, so you don't know. Anyway, you guys know what I'm talking about. Now we have to wait. I don't know how long to wait to, to figure out what goes on and then with Terrace House because so many things happen between the chunks as they release it part one part two part three four, I had to go back and watch all 24 episodes to know why I was so mad about what I got cliffhanged about I'm always <laughs> lost so they're, they're playing with fire here as far as I'm mm. concerned so what were you going to say Andre before I interrupt I was going to say have you guys have you guys seen that trailer for that on, on Netflix, it's that new show, like Messiah or something. Yes. Gonna yeah. go watch it. it was I it made it by, is it made by like, the okay. right? Is it made by, like, conservatives? I, I, I didn't get a God's Not Dead vibe from it. Oh. I was just like, this is an interesting <laughs> premise. We'll see how it goes. It could be good or really bad i quite um, like the idea of the fact that if the messiah came back he would be a brown long-haired dude who looked like he could be either middle eastern slash mexican el salvadorian whatever Puerto well Rican, i mean and that's probably and why just, yeah yeah that's probably why i didn't get a god's not dead vibe from it yeah because <laughs> yeah, accurately... he's brown exactly yeah because i'm like okay is this a conservative thing and they're hoodwinking us because i'm looking at the cast going okay what is this now if nicholas cage was in it yeah. You know, you'd be like, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> if it had him or Kirk Cameron in it. Because that just take money from wherever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, then you know it's I like even a straight think, God thing. I don't even think that Nick Cage is even religious. I just think he's still trying to pay the IRS. But like, but if you see, yeah, if you <laughs> doesn't see a Kirk Cameron, I'm like, what is this kind of stuff? Then you know it's focused on but the family. But I love Andre. Doesn't, I don't get a God's Not Dead vibe from it. I am going to give it a chance. It's, it's just, it's like, I got to go see this. So I'm probably going to watch that yeah. as I wait for the Golden Globes to, to you know. 
to roll up at three. I'm definitely going to look at that. So the two popes is any have you we watched it? Have you watched it, Andre? I watched it. Yeah, I did watch it. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, I, I loved thoroughly it. enjoyed it. Hopkins and Price again. This just proves that these guys just got have gotten nothing but better with time. Yeah, and I just also discovered something about myself by watching the two popes is that for a, a person who, you know, doesn't believe God exists. Uh, and also a person who doesn't, you know, who has a lot to say about, you know, religion. Um, I kind of know a lot about popes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I knew a bunch of stuff about this uh, Argentinian pope and a uh, Ratzinger. So I think I do keep up with stuff. But then there's stuff that I didn't know. I did not know the origin story. I didn't I didn't know that whole thing about him not wanting Ratzinger to leave. I didn't even yeah. know that part about him not wanting to, you know. Are you a Catholic, Andre? You raised in the Catholic faith? No. Okay. I was raised as a Catholic, but so your family don't really is identify anymore. Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Your grandma is mm. still like, you know. Oh, totally. She does a rosary yeah. and the whole thing. And I mean, just, we're Portuguese, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's you, a rosary in my car because my grandma gave it to me and I put right. it in there. I mean, no accidents yet, so. <laughs> you know, she's praying for you. And you tell her that, you know, that guy that you bring over is just your friend. Anyway, so just to keep the peace, just to keep the peace, you know. She'll well, come to your wedding real, and she'll just be quick. waiting for the bride to walk down the aisle and you'll be like, yeah, she's not coming. Have real, some cake. Real real quick tangent and then we'll go back to the two pups. Sure, so sure. my grandma, yeah, my grandma doesn't know about the, the whole bisexual business because my parents were just like, mm, probably not. I'm just like, mm, yeah, she's okay, old, whatever. leave her alone. Yeah. Um, But as we all know. I had a, a pride flag in, in my room during the summer because I, I took it home from from L.A. Um, fully convinced that my grandma didn't know what that meant. I wasn't I didn't it didn't even cross my mind that she could make that. But like one time I, I went into her room to like give like I think I was giving her tea or something. And she was watching like Portuguese news coverage about like a pride rally in Portugal with the pride flag in the video. I'm just like. Um, so maybe she does know. I don't know what's happening. I'm not going to question it. Yeah. But it might be in the stratosphere. Anyway, has she thrown holy water on you or, or tried to burn it? No, no. She questions some of my fashion choices. Like anytime I wear pink, she's Mm. just like, what's this? Or like anytime I wear something with like flowers on it. Like I have that white sweater with black roses on it. And she's just like, why are you wearing flowers? Like, you know, it doesn't bother me. It used to really bother me. Now I'm just like, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Cool. Anyway, two pups. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> we liked it. It was good. I just, I liked that they explained some things. I liked that we had a conversation about faith. Um, and then mm-hmm. we talked yeah. about, I loved, I mean, nor, this is not done right or correctly. You could, this could just be a disaster, but this shows you mm-hmm. that your director and your actors just had the right of it. They, they perfectly balanced these conversations. And I really, uh, appreciated the thoughtful approach to the two different styles. But I also was just kind of like rolling my eye like, this is how y'all chose choosing people. A bunch of dudes in a room deciding stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it also, in the fact that you marvel at the thoughtful conversation and the, against, you know, these two men's different philosophies and how they're diametrically mm-hmm. opposed, you're also just looking at the whole like Catholic game going, Damn. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's 2019 when I'm watching this. 
It's like you're you're arguing make believe shit. Yeah. You know. Um, How to make elven bread. Happy Tyrion Lannister Day. That's what I say every Christmas. Um <laughs> I just finished this wonderful book on Audible called She Rides Shotgun. Jordan Harper writes in a style that is very visceral, very guttural. And normally I don't um this kind of writing can again, like with the two popes, can f- fall a very certain way if it's not done right. It manages to balance out this really um, pure, simple, well, pure is a weird word, this very straightforward story um, about, you know, this guy who's trying to get away from the white supremacy mob and he's a nobody. But if you want something to read, um, uh, you know, on your commute, on the train or something, or if you want to listen to it on Audible, it's very well um, narrated. She Rides Shotgun by Jordan Harper. Highly recommend it. It's a little, it's violent. So if you're not into violence, yeah. We know it's coming up January 7th, everyone. Shit's Creek. I'm so excited. I read some articles with some people that that were like, you know, I watched the first four episodes and the show's at, at, it's better than it's ever been. I'm just like, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm going to be extremely distraught when it's over. But me too. It's, it's been like, something that I've, that I've had in the background all break. I just love It's one of those shows where you just love being in the presence of it, which yes. I can say for very little, very few shows. Um, it's just really great, man. Yeah, I think it's it's like... I talked about the three endings for me. It was going to be Game of Thrones, Mr. Robot, and then it was like, fuck, and then I go into the beginning of 2020 saying goodbye. But I feel like this goodbye is not going to be bittersweet. It'll be bittersweet in the the purest bittersweet way, more on the sweet side. So I'm kind of grateful for the way this is shaking out. You know, there was the behemoth ending of the epic of Game of Thrones. Then there was the long and for me still strange goodbye of mr robot the womp womp a little bit (laughs) i don't know i'll go back in a few months i still don't know what i think and then there's this one you know and i'm like i'm just so glad and i can't wait to see what dan levy's gonna do next i think for me it's more about that it's like yes i'm glad he's getting to tell his story it's five seasons it'll be wonderful or is it season six it's season six. Okay, so six seasons. You get to yeah. tell your story, tell it true, tell it well. And then I can't wait to see what Dan's going to do because I feel like, you know, there's a lot that he's going to be able to bring to the table in whatever Absolutely. timing that, that he has. So, yeah. Yeah. I have I have a lot of faith in uh, how he's going to end the show. I don't think I've ever seen a, a, a TV writer just from what I, I listen to on, like, the podcast he's been on and – just interviews to watch. I don't think I've ever seen a TV writer be so attuned to what his show is and means yes. and how the audience plays a role in that. Hmm. And it's, it's, it's really just like, I'm just like, anytime I, I watch an interview, he's just talking about whatever you it, one, It makes you appreciate the show more. You're just like, yes, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I'm going to be sad. But I'm also going to be happy tears. I'll yeah. wear my best black and white outfit. I wear black and white anyway, so I'm already just kind of always camera ready for our Shit's Creek ending. <laughs> Same. Any other tea? Anybody Anybody else got anything to add? Any tidbits? We good? I mean, I know I'm super late on this, but go see Knives Out. <laughs> 
Yes, I don't think you're super late. I think people are finding things in their own time. I want to see it. You're saying it's bomb? I think it is. It, I mean, like, yes, it's my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it, it was such a breath of fresh air considering my last movie-going experience before it. Um, the only thing I was, I know we talked about it before I went to see it. Like we were talking, I don't know if it was on the podcast or we were, we were talking off, but we talked about how, you know, we've been feeling kind of eh about Daniel Craig and like all these, these James Bond movies. And like this movie, we heard that he really gets to shine. And I think he does when he, it's, and this isn't a spoiler by any means, but his character, I don't know who made the decision, but he has a very strong southern affectation to how he speaks and at first it's really jarring (laughs) Um, like an american southern accent yeah like i'm talking like deep jaw and like like that kind of accent and i was just like at first i was like why and i was like okay i kind of get it because this movie is just like it's a classic murder mystery. There are things that are so like fantastical and like campy, but counterimposed with the the realism and the message the the film has to say, it works so incredibly well. Um, I mean, like it, it manages to balance real world realistic shit with like these like just like tropey, but but enjoyably campy circumstances. That See, you read about in these old murder mystery stories. I love it when it works out well. I think there's Clue that I loved, and then there's a couple of others that are, and um, maybe even Clute that I loved. I love me a good murder mystery if it's done well. Hell, I even love when they're half at half baked. So I'll buy him in a southern <laughs> accent in this all day long. Um, I'm sure it's. It horrible. takes a while to get used to. <laughs> yeah. But by the end of the movie, you're you're all for it. Also, it, can, Chris Evans, man. Man. Yeah. Man. Out of the tights. You're I thought, still, I you're thought still people feeling were exa- it even in the sweater, right? Oh, I was I totally thought people were exaggerating the sweater thing, but when you see it on the big screen, you're just like, oh yeah. You're like, thank That's- you, 80 <laughs> feet of screen. Chris Evans with black hair is everything to me. And I'll really? just leave it at that. I don't want to go past that. Okay. We won't we won't crawl into your fanfic Tumblr just now. <laughs> Respect. How dare uh, you? <laughs> how dare you accuse me? How dare you out me in front of all these people? Uh, anything else before we take off? No. Drink water. <laughs> Happy 2020. Happy 2020, you guys. Uh, despite the fact that the world's on fire, despite the fact that um, we just killed a general in an air- airstrike on a civilian airport, I had to believe that things are not going to be as bad as we think they're going to be. Hold tight. We have each other. And, yeah, we'll see you next time. And just know that we love you. Bye, guys. Bye.